Hi, and welcome to Hack Your Brain Through Meditation. My name is Josh Bashinsky. I'm a PhD ABD in neuroscience, psychology, and philosophy. I have a system of meditation I've been developing over the last 30 years, and it combines the Western techniques and Eastern techniques. I'd like to show you some of those secrets that I've learned today. Today's meditation is going to be about the good. I'm going to combine Western techniques with Eastern techniques to uh, give you a more cohesive, a more powerful uh, kind of meditative experience. And so I'd like to guide you through a meditation right now. Uh, there's never a bad time to meditate. If you would like to follow along, a couple ground rules. One, it's best if you're in a secluded place, if it's not too busy, or at least you can zone into your device, your phone or the computer that you're watching this on or TV, whatever it is. Uh, and that you're not otherwise overly upset. Uh, I mean, you can be if you need to be. Uh, I'm very sorry if you are. Uh, I've been there. I've been racked with anxiety. I've been racked with depression. I've been sitting there with tears welling up in my eyes, wondering, how do I stop this? How do I control what's happening to me? How do I get some of my life back? Um, well, I'm here to tell you, you don't deserve to feel this way. Uh, nobody deserves to feel badly. No one deserves to feel this way. No one deserves to be punished in that kind of sick psychological way. And I'm here to try to help you. I have techniques that could hopefully help with the anxiety. I have techniques that can help with the depression. But you need to do it. You need to believe that it can work, and it can work. It will work on you, and it can work on you. You just need to try it. You need to do it. And you can do it, and you will do it. So let's meditate right now and see whether no matter what state you're at, whether you're already in bliss and you're doing, having a great day or you're somewhere less than that, let's see if we can meditate and focus and make that even better and improve it even more. So I'd like to take a few couple deep breaths in and out, uh, in through the nose. And out through the mouth. Uh, sit up straight if you can. You can lie down too if you want. That's fine. You can breathe into the nose. And breathe out all the air through the mouth. And you can keep your eyes open or closed. It doesn't matter at all. It makes no difference to entering that theta or trance state. Uh, if it's light shining in your eyes, you might want to close them. That's the only difference. If someone's really, hey, 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 <laughs> really, really getting your attention, that might be difficult for you to get into the trance state. But all hypnosis and meditation relies on what's called the theta state or the trance state. Mostly. You can get into uh, trance-like states in the beta and alpha states. Those are the waking states. Uh, definitely people who have used meditation to improve their sports prowess have done exactly those things. And I've practiced some of those types of meditations from my martial arts. I have three black belts, and that's largely where I've learned a lot of the practical, literally hands-on application of some of these, these meditative techniques. But all the philosophy I learned uh, from my own study of picking up the I Ching, Confucius, Lao Tzu, Sun Tzu, and all of the great uh, uh, mystics, uh, 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 Al-Farabi, uh, Al Al-Ghazali, uh, Boethius, uh, Heya bin Yaxan, what's his name, Ibn Tufiel. I can't remember which one. Ibn Tufiel made Heya bin Yaxan. I think that's the character in his story. I always get those names confused. But I've learned a lot of their meditative techniques, their Sufi techniques, the spinning techniques, whirling dervish techniques, all these kinds of techniques, both in a martial aspect and in a meditative aspect as well. And they're fascinating. So let me share some of these secrets. So we're going to breathe in. We're going to breathe out. You can use Qigong or Tai Chi hands if you want, if it helps you. Breathe in. 
and breathe out. That's good. Now, I need you to focus and empty your mind and empty your heart and empty your spirit and think about the concept of the good. The good is the most important concept. The good is the concept of importance. There's nothing more important than importance. There's nothing more valuable than value. There's nothing gooder than what's good or the goodest, if you forgive my bad English. The English words escape me. I have to make up words to mean the meaning. But you get the idea. It's the gooder, the goodest. And the goodest or the good is the maximal good for each. It is a political concept. It's a philosophical concept. It's a healing concept. It's a meditative concept. It is the most important and central concept in many uh, philosophers' philosophy, including most notably the genius Plato, who existed, not Plato, Plato, who, uh, who <laughs> wrote and existed 2,500 years ago in ancient Athens. And he really was a genius. He was the Einstein of his day. And he realized the good. He realized the ideal, the optimal, that positive, joyous feeling you get. I want you to feel that. I want you to consider that. I want you to let that positive feeling wash over you as you contemplate it in the the mouth of your mind as you roll it around on your tongue, so to speak, as you contemplate that idea. I want you to feel how good it is. It's like it has an electric charge. It should feel good, should feel joyous, and it should suffuse your entire being even just a little bit, even if you were in a bad place, it should it should suffice your being just a little bit with goodness, just a little bit with positivity, just the inkling that things could get better. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Just even just the inkling that things could possibly get better. Don't feel stressed out if you're not feeling it yet. I'll keep talking to you and I keep coaxing you to turn your heart and to turn your mind and to turn your soul towards the good. I'm not going to ask you to do anything bad. I'm not going to ask you to think anything bad. In fact, those things do not exist. Badness does not exist. Pessimism does not exist. Pessimism is wrong. There is nothing wrong and there's nothing bad. There is only the good or a lack of it. There is only the optimal or suboptimal. There is only the ideal or less than the ideal. And so you need to turn your soul and you need to turn your mind over. Now let's breathe again. Breathe it again or yawn if you can. Good. Now, for those of you who've been following along uh, with my program, uh, my Bach meditation program, you might remember Spin the Clouds. And so you also might remember Trance State. So I want you to reach into your, into your soul. I want you to reach into your, your depths of your core of your being, uh, physically in your chest, if you need to imagine a place. I need you to reach out and touch all the walls around you, and I need you to suck the walls in while that ball of you gets bigger, and you feel this sucking in the walls, and the ball of you gets bigger simultaneously. And you need to focus on my words, and you're breathing, and you're breathing in, and you're breathing out. And that ball, that's you, that... that that chi ball, the Chinese called it, that black hole, that 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 nebulous chi uh, cloud that is you is getting bigger, and it's sucking in the walls around you, and your yourself, it's your it's your uh, it's your soul, if you will, it's your essence, and it's getting bigger, it's, it's suffusing more and sucking in more around you. Now, 
in the background while I talk, I want you to keep feeling that feeling of the walls around you, or if just air around you is getting sucked in and that ball is getting bigger, like a black hole, but a good black hole, a, a white hole, if you will. It's good. It's filled with your essence. It's filled with the good. It's filled with idealists. It's filled with optimality. It's filled with positivity. And so there's nothing wrong about it, nothing bad. I don't want, when I say the word black hole, you know, ooh, the scary black hole, I, you know, people have ruined that metaphor for me. So it's not, that's not what I mean, but it, it, when you're when you're feeling it, it kind of feels like that. Like it grows, it sucks things in, and it grows. Oh, this might help you get into more of a trance state, and you should feel a little heady, and maybe you feel a little tingling in your hands. Maybe a little bit of tingling in your hands. Maybe you feel warm in your armpits, a little bit of warmth in your armpits. Maybe you feel your back is not quite as straight as you want. You want to straighten up and stretch your back out. And this is the feeling of that trance state. This is the hyper-awareness that the trance state brings. And from there, you can branch off to many applications. You could probably see now my physical acuity feels so much more dexterous, and I can maybe apply different things. Maybe I can paint better. Maybe I can fight better. You can use meditation in many, many ways, more than just fighting and trying to calm down, of course. This is how you hack your brain for any and every possible kind of application. And so the world is your oyster. So learn again how to increase that black hole. It reaches out. It touches the walls around you. It sucks those in either one by one or all together. As it grows bigger and taller. And then from there, let's focus again. As that's going on, I want you to focus again on the good. The good is the most important concept. It is the concept of importance. Nothing is more important than importance. You cannot have anything that is important without importance. You cannot have value without capital B value. You cannot have anything that's good without an, a binding essence to all of those things. The good is the central concept. And from there, everything else flows. It is the concept of positivity. It feels positive. It is positive. It makes more positivity. I said it was a political concept, and I meant that in not in the negative sense of what we think of politics these days, but in the social sense, if we were to implement the good, and I still want you to be feeling that meditative state, that trance state, I want you to feel that acuity, the black hole is getting bigger and it's absorbing not only the walls now and getting taller and bigger, it's absorbing everything I'm saying into it. You're just a greedy, hungry black hole, and you're going to absorb all this knowledge and absorb all this positivity when you can, and that's fine. I give it to you freely. Take it. I have an infinite supply. Take as much as you want. Go ahead and yawn if you need to yawn. It's a good trigger. So, as I was saying, the good is positivity. And if we were to implement it in a social sense, if you're wondering, well, Josh, what would be the philosophy of the good if I was to adopt it as a life philosophy? Well, the philosophy of the good, if you were to adopt it as a life philosophy, would mean, and I'll use a metaphor, everybody's in the green, nobody's in the black. Or to say the same thing without the metaphor, uh, it's the maximal good for each. The good is an objective concept. It's not subjective. The good is objective. Morality is objective. The good is objective. What's positive and good and nice is objective, just like gravity is objective. There is an objective truth of gravity, just like there's an objective truth of the good. It's just relative to each observer. 
where you are in space-time differs the kind of gravity you're noticing and what's going on. But it's an objective formula, and it works objectively regardless of our opinions about it. The good works the exact same way. It's changed relative to each perspective and their needs and their wants and desires. And there's a better thing to do and a worse thing to do, and that's objective, provable, demonstrable, and you can live by it. So you know you can be moral, you know you can be good, you know you can be praiseworthy and not blameworthy to, as an objective fact. That's a fact, an, an objective fact. But the good is calculated relative to all the needs, the wants, and the desires of everybody involved. So uh, to be seeking the good would mean that everybody is satisfied, nobody is hurting, or no one's needs are unsatisfied, no one's longing for anything. They're all in this state of positivity. Maybe not this meditative state. This is a special practice for us, but which they can join, of course. But I mean, just in life, they're going through life, and, and in general, they're in this positive state. Life is good. There's no problems. There's nothing wrong. Life is going on well, as maximally pleasant and joyous as they can be in that regard. As ideal as it gets, as optimal as it gets, and nobody is suffering. No one in the relation that we're talking about here is suffering. No one's hurt. No one's uh, hurting. No one's suffering anything bad or doing anything bad that causes more suffering or hurt for anybody else. That's what I meant by everyone's in the green and as deep in the green as possible. Green is good. And nobody's in the black. Black is suffering. Black is longing. Black is pain. Black is sorrow. And no one's in the black. And so that's the life philosophy of the good. That's the implementation of the good. That's how you get to be moral. That's how you get to be blameless. That's how you get to be innocent. That's how you're innocent and that's how you're righteous is by seeking and knowing and loving and feeling the good. That is a rule that was true 2,500 years ago when Plato noticed it and it's still true today. And now we need to get that idea back in this day and age and we need to dust it off, breathe in, And breathe out and feel that innocence, feel that the feeling of the sublime or the divine, feel that black hole getting filled in. It's reaching out even further and further and further. And it's getting bigger and bigger and taller and taller and taller until it fills the whole core of your being. And that's the good feeling. That's the positivity feeling and, and adding into that trance state. You're seeking the good. You're knowing the good. You're feeling the good. You're orienting yourself towards the good. It's your innocent, true core being, who you were when you were born, before all the baggage was put on you, before you learned all the habits, both good and bad. That's who you are truly deep inside and who many people need to get back in touch with and speak with. And that's your innocent core being. And that is the being that's always good, is going to touch part of the good, is going to be going to get in touch with the good, is going to merge with the good. And you're going to merge with the good and you're going to be good and you're going to feel good. You're going to feel relaxed. You're going to feel good. You're going to feel joyous. You're going to feel fine. The more you practice this, the more you incorporate this, the more you believe this, the more you live by this. Okay, so let's do another deep breath. You could use your hands if you want the way I learned. Breathe in. and direct the chi out.
Good. So let's do another cleansing breath. And when, by the time we're done that, we're going to be back to center. Breathe in. I breathe out. All right. So good meditation. Great. Fantastic. Shake it off. Hopefully you feel rested. You feel relaxed. Maybe your mind feels like it's exploding with knowledge and you got new stuff in there. That's a good thing. Meditation should include the Western uh, learning component, the contemplation. And it should include the Eastern emotional control and balancing component as well for a full human system to hack your brain. So I hope you've enjoyed this meditation. Please like and subscribe somewhere down here. I don't know where it is. I get confused if it's on the left or right side because my camera's flipped. So please like and subscribe. If you will like and subscribe down here, I would appreciate it. Somewhere down here, if you will like and subscribe, I would appreciate that very much. And uh, watch for more shows. I hope you enjoyed this meditation. And uh, let me know in the comments if you like this show, if you want me to do different kinds of shows, if you want me, excuse me, to explain philosophical concepts, if you want me to do more guided meditations like this. Would you like me to explain more of the Eastern techniques and how I learned about them and kind of what they mean? Or do you want kind of a guided meditation like this? Uh, let me know what you want. Uh, I'd be happy to change my courses to suit whatever it is you want, whatever you need. And let me know in the comments if uh, this meditation helped you or worked for you. Uh, and uh, if you have any other questions, you can also email me at joshbashinsky at gmail.com. That's J-O-S-H-B-A-C-H-Y-N-S-K-I. That's Y as in YouTube, N-S-K-I at gmail.com. So I hope you enjoyed this meditation and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.